I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Boom! DDT! What's up, dude? Uh, not shit. Just uh, tinkering on the keyboard a little bit. Tickling the old old ivories? A fake ivory. The plastics? Yep. Uh, do you still have that same keyboard you always had? Yeah. Tell us about the keys. I'm not much of a gearhead, but it's a, it's a Yamaha keyboard uh, synthesizer type thing. Non-weighted keys. Let's see how many actors we got here. Uh, one, two, three, six octave. So 66 keys, Yamaha, and then six. It's all right. That is one sweet piece of gear. <laughs> um, uh, well, I've used that line at a guitar center before. Oh, yeah. I just I was near Guitar Center recently, and I thought to myself... Guitar Center. Do people still go to Guitar Center? Can I still go there and play the drums? Could oh, yeah, you can do that. Can I test a guitar and uh, play something classic, like maybe Smoke on the Water? God damn, man. I mean, people are still doing it. The Guitar Center I go to. You still walk in, you hear some Smoke on the Water? Not Smoke on the Water. It's usually <laughs> just distorted, shredding metal solos, you know. Okay, something to make the panties fall off. Yeah, everyone wants to fucking fire off the fucking solo. Yep, till that some bitch starts smoking out the neck. Um, we got a lot of wrestling this week, Jeff. A lot of wrestling. Yeah, we got to go over the elimination chamber pay per view. Um, good week of Raw and SmackDown. Um, and uh, we got a quick. Quick turnaround, too, because uh, Fastlane is coming up pretty fast. Oh, really? What's the date on that? Next week's our go-home show, I believe. Are you serious? No, no, no. Two weeks from Sunday. Okay. So, so we'll be out, we, we, got a, we got a middle week. We got a middle week. Okay. I was going to say, that's absurd. That's two weeks between. Yeah, so we're getting, we're getting three weeks between now. Still a quick turnaround. Oh yeah, I'd say so. Um, so should we get right into it? 
Sure. Elimination Chamber in Houston, Texas. The first, we started out with these six, t- six tag women's uh, Elimination Chamber match to determine the inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. This one, what'd you think of this overall? Didn't like it. Yeah, it seemed a little bit choreographed to me, like way over choreographed. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I've been saying before this, like uh, I was scared about the talent in the ring, and they they went like I predicted they were gonna go a little too choreographed, and it's just kind of sloppy, poppy. Yep, and everybody felt like they were, you know, it was constantly just like get to this spot and do this. And then, yeah. and then now it's this team's turn to be featured. Yeah. It was, and I um, mean, they had the one spot where everyone came in and immediately attacked the person. Who, like, it's just like a, a chain, if you will. Like, say say Naomi's in the ring and uh, Liv Morgan comes in and kicks Naomi. Then Sonya Deville comes in and kicks Liv Morgan. Then... Sasha comes in and kicks Sonya Deville. You know that went on for like ten people deep. Oh, the 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 part where it was like all Bing Bang Boom, real yeah, quick. like in the middle of the match when no one was eliminated yet. Yes, I remember. Right before Nine Tamina came out. Yep, it was just way too over, over choreographed for me, so I wasn't a huge fan. Um, yeah, I picked the or we both picked the Iconics and Wolfen with the Boston Hug connection. Uh, yeah. Sasha and Bailey, Carmella and Naomi are the first ones eliminated by the Iconics. Fifth team in, first out. Yep. Next was the Iconics eliminated by Tamina and Nia. Bullshit. Then we had yeah, that was really upsetting. I liked their uh, I liked the Iconics section of the match. Um, Billy Kay had a hilarious moment where she was yelling and she looked like a cartoon character. So, like a little squirrel or something. She just popped her head out of, right into the shot. Uh, yeah. I really am a big fan of their, their screaming in the ring. It's, like, annoying, but not too annoying to the point where I don't want to watch it, but it's perfect, like, heel work. Yeah, it's, it's not, like, to the point of Melina in 2006, which I know you haven't seen, but you've probably seen clips of her. She, she just yelled absolutely obnoxiously every time she got in the ring. Uh... Who was she with? Was she, uh, with? she for a while? She was with um, God. What's that fucking tag team that wore the belts out their belts? They wore they the wore what? The they wore the tag team gold, like hanging like dicks. Oh, dick swinging. Dick swinging. Yeah. Was it something with like Shane Mosley? Hang on, I'll or not Shane Mosley? It's, it's right here. It's right here. I'll find it. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, they don't yell to the point that Melina yelled. So, like, yeah, like you say, it's tolerable. Like, I don't want to turn off the TV or anything. Yeah. So then we had the Riot Squad eliminated by Tamina and Nia. And then we had uh, Tamina and Nia eliminated by everyone, right? That was just like a group pin. Yeah. I I have it down officially as uh, Bailey. Oh, yeah, because she did the elbow drop. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, so then it was down to uh, Fire and Desire, a.k.a. Mandy and Sonya Deville, uh, with the Hug and Boss connection. 
and uh, Hug and Boss get the win uh, after a couple of a couple of scares. Where I thought for yeah. I thought for a second they were gonna give give it to Mandy and Sonya. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I was, was was really gonna piss me off. Even though I like Sonya Deville a lot, but Mandy annoys me. Oh yeah, Sonya's good. By the way, I was thinking of uh M and M was the name of the tag team, like the actual letters M and M. It stands for uh Mercury Nitro Molina. Johnny Nitro, I can't remember Mercury's first name. But yeah, they're just they're cool guys. They came in with furs and they had the paparazzi <laughs> and the red carpet. Those kind of guys. Yeah. I gotcha. Eminem. Wow. I I've, I have seen a match with them. I watched, you know what? I watched the uh last WCW pay-per-view. It what, was Which one's that? It was called uh WCW Creed, I think. <laughs> Or greed? I don't remember. Um, either way. Yeah, either way. The first match was a, a, a fella by the name of uh, Queewee. Excuse me? Are you familiar? No. It's like Kiwi, but Queewee. With a Q? Like K-W-E-E-W-E-E. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and so this guy comes out pink, pink, pink slacks, like baggy pink parachute pants with, uh, like, a to- like balding, like receding halfway back, but then the hair, like he grew it out and then he just teased it or whatever they did to it and sprayed and hair sprayed it like straight up, like six inches off the head. Oh my God. So he's one of these like crazy looking guys. Yeah. And then he was facing uh what was his name? Jet Jarrett uh Jeff Jarrett? No, it was another it was another guy you wouldn't recognize. Jason Jet, I think, was what he was going by. <laughs> uh but, but he was in ECW as something money. I looked it up. Um anyway. This match was great. This is hilarious. Really, that, that, this receding hairline with the pink parachute pants was great. <laughs> yeah, I just—it was so surprising. I was like, "Who the hell are these guys?" And I'm like, "Whoa, this is really good." So I looked into it. Like the one guy still wrestles. Uh, the the Kiwi. Really? Yeah, he's still yeah. doing it. Now Kiwi's parachute pants, right? And then it's uh, Jason Jet. Yeah. Okay. If I remember, I'm pretty sure it was Jason Jett. And then, so he was formerly something money of uh, ECW. So if anybody's looking for an obscure watch, um, <laughs> 2001 WCW Creed or Greed, and it's the opening match. That sounds like a sad event. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Uh, so yeah, that first match, at, back to the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we got through the elimination, so yeah. Sasha Banks and Bayley win this and become your first WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Yep. Uh, there's an in-ring, in-ring interview to follow, and that one was super weird. Uh, Bayley, like, just straight up froze. And then, uh, but Sasha did good work. Um, 
at first the crowd had some mixed feelings. Like, they were getting booze. Oh, yeah. There's some booze mixed in. But then by the end of it, they won him over and got the got the cheers. The, the you deserve it chance, of course. Yeah. Uh, a little over, overused nowadays, but... Of course. You, can, yeah. you can't trust a wrestling fan with a chance. No, no, you really can't. We learned that in the what situation. Yeah. They will take it to the extreme. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Sony Deville spears are good. I like those. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing a full charge for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was that. Anything else you want to say on that one? Uh, the uh the riot squad, the sneaky sneaky riot squad, caught everyone, including the cameraman, off guard with their uh jump off the off the pod, man. Oh yeah, that was really good, actually. Like, the cameraman didn't even notice that they were doing a tight frame on uh, uh, two of the ladies fighting down outside the ring. And all of a sudden, someone just comes in from Liv Morgan, just flies in from absolutely nowhere. And you see Sarah Logan in the background hopping on the other side, too. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like this happened a lot during this pay-per-view. There was a lot of blown camera shots. You think they got a rookie camera guy? Well, no, it'd be the director. Is, uh, yeah. is the one picking the shots, so maybe somebody could have got fired. I saw a lot of like the Shane McMahon elbow dr- or one of the Shane McMahon moves wasn't handled well. That's a shame. Which would be a good transition to our next one. We got the Usos versus the Co Besties yep. for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um. This was this was a good match. Oh yeah, uh, it's was, it was about four. It's fourteen minutes, but um, best part had to be the elbow drop through the table, right, Shane McMahon? Oh yeah, yep. Um, that part was good. I just like how hype the Usos were. Like it's it's. I like the Usos even more now that we know that they're legit crazy in real life. Yeah, that's and, uh, pretty funny. <laughs> so it totally <laughs> added element of reality. Yeah, it totally works with their character. It's like, okay, yeah, these guys get fucked up and get arrested on the reg. Yeah. And then they're coming in here. Yeah, they know and, about the Uso Penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're coming in here and winning those tag team championships. Uh we had new champs, the Usos, winner by roll up. The sneaky roll up on the Co Besties. Yeah, shocking. Yeah, I mean, I, we both had the co-besties to retain. Yep, and guess who had the Usos? Wolf. Yep, our last week, if you didn't listen, our special guest prognosticator was our buddy Wolf, and he's just cleaning. He's just cleaning house on this pay-per-view. Um, so he picked the Usos and had that one right. Yep, he also picked the Boston Hug connection. So Wolf's two, Wolf's uh two and zero oh so yep. far. Yep. Uh, Cole said that the Usos are the longest tenured tag team in WWE history uh, at nine years. How is that possible? Uh, I would say. Does that I mean, mean the like. Dudleys, the Dudleys would be the front runner, you would think, but uh, 
They did split up. That's like, what Bubba I mean. Was nowhere to be found, and uh, Devon was doing Reverend Devon for a while there. That's what I mean. Is that what they mean? Like never split up? Uh, yeah, it's gotta be. Because nine years doesn't seem that long. You know, tag teams have gone longer, but maybe they've always split up between then and gotten back together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. That's, no, that's that's a that's a crazy set. I didn't hear that. Yep. Unless I got the, unless I got it wrong, that's what he said. Interesting. Uh, what what was next? You think Legion of Doom would have that one in the bag, right? That's what I mean. Like people, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean like, to fucking just return straight to the point. But <laughs> no, but that's what, that's exactly what I mean. Like, how is it not teams like that? Yeah, I don't understand. Like from way back when. But maybe we're just we're not remembering it right because we weren't we were too young. Like, it's Perhaps. maybe yeah. maybe you know maybe they really maybe they you know nine years is pretty goddamn long for a tag team, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so up next was, uh, the Intercontinental Championship. You had your Intercontinental Champion, Bobby Lashley, in a two-on-one handicap match. Him and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. The tag, handicap, not a tornado. And Finn can pin either Leo or Bobby for the title. Yep, this match was, uh, it was a good match, but nothing crazy for me. No, it was quick. How long was it? Uh, nine and a half minutes. That is quick. Quick, quick by today's standards. Yeah. That is quick. You know, I mean, Finn can give you 20 and Bobby can probably get up there, especially in a tag situation, but. Yeah. I ended up Finn pinned, uh, Leo for the for the one, two, three, and we got a new IC champ. Yep, Leo lets Lashley down, and there's a new Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, which Wolf also predicted. Yep. Um, I predicted Finn on this one, and you go with Lashley. Yeah, I went with Bobby. <laughs> uh, it's it, I like that Finn's the champion for sure, but what a weird way to get it. Yeah. Like, there's not much a rivalry, and then he just fucking pinned the small guy. Yeah, it just seems so anticlimactic. True. But he's got the gold, I mean, he's a good IC champ. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, After this match, uh, Bobby gets frustrated with Leo and attacks him. Oh, I forgot about that. What does he do? Just, like, one of his big, uh, like... Spine buster things? I think he just choked him and then he threw him down like a abused wife. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, add him in the chokehold. And then just, yeah, get off of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, we had Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot For the, uh, Raw Women's Championship with uh, Charlotte Flair. Where was she? Was she ringside or was she in the audience? She was ringside. ringside. She came out with an entrance and everything. And she wasn't on commentary. She was just sitting there awkwardly. 
Yep. And this match was ridiculous. This was a total squash. Yep, 102 seconds. Really? 102, yep. Minute 42. Wow. So Ronda totally squashes Ruby. Ruby got just totally shitted on on this match for sure. Yep. Um, turns into a Charlotte in-ring promo. Uh, and then Becky comes in on the crutches and attacks Charlotte with the crutches. Ronda kind of looks on, acts like she might get involved, doesn't. Then uh, Ronda decides she is going to go after Charlotte, so she creeps up on Charlotte. And then Becky turns the crutches on Ronda. Yep. Um, so basically this match was set up just to further the Becky, Ronda, Charlotte story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ruby was shat on. <laughs> uh, we were talking during the pay-per-view. Hell of a security team going on. Yeah, it's hard to pull off the invasion on crutches. It looked hilarious. Yeah, she was not moving fast. She did not slither in. She crutched in from yeah. afar. Yeah, it was hilarious. I gotta give her, dis- uh, give her uh, credit for that long-distance crutch. Yeah, it was it was quite the crutch. Um... She came, she came bumbling in like at one mile an hour and the camera saw her from like way back and it's like, oh shit, here she comes. Yeah. Here she comes. Yeah, so you saw a mile long crutch. <laughs> She's still coming. And yeah, security, yeah. security was acting She's very slow. Yeah. Security did not act uh, swift on their... (laughs) You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Um, So Becky uh, crutches in and uh, steals the show again. So it turned out, it was a little weird at first, but it turned out to be, it was one of the better moments of the pay-per-view, I think. Uh, It got the crowd hype, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, What was after that one? Wasn't it a sandwich? Uh, Yeah, it was an ODQ. Corbin and Strowman. Oh, yeah. Braun Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin, no disqualification match. I got nothing. No. Uh, uh, Lashley and McIntyre came in and helped Corbin out. And he beat Braun. I mean, that's about it. Yeah, they triple power bombed him through two tables, right? Yeah. I was uh, I was surprised there was no no hot dog. Yeah, so was I. I was waiting for the dog, man. Yeah, I was I waiting for the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the the hot dog really really let down the barbecue. In this match, for sure. Um, 
I just wanted to hear that. Yeah. Hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Hot dog. But we didn't get it. No, no dogs. Um, no dogs in February. No dogs in February. Uh, so then you had Miz and Shane in the back, and Miz has a freak out. Send, Sh- Shane sends him home. Miz can't handle the loss. Uh, I don't know if I even saw that. Yeah, it was pretty quick. It was right before Lacey Evans did her weird. So Lacey Evans came out and literally just walked. Right? <laughs> did she do that there too? Did I miss something? Because like, she just came out and turned around and walked back. And then it did it again later, or, you know, on SmackDown, right? She was on Raw and SmackDown, so if she did it at the pay-per-view too, then I'm really getting sick of her. What, is it, what does it even mean? I don't get it. I don't either. She's Lars Sullivan me. She just come out, like, to look pretty and frown on people or something? Yeah. Just, like, be a bitch with her nose in the air? Is that the gi- That's the gimmick? Yeah. Southern, southern lady. All right. I have no clue what's going on with her. Um, for the sake of the predictions, Wolf predicted Corbin. I don't think so. We all predicted Ronda, obviously, for the Ronda versus Ruby. Yep. Um, and then Wolf, of course, predicts Baron Corbin and wins that match too. So Wolf, so far, is on a clean sweep. Clean sweep, baby. Domination. Uh, then we get to the main event. Yep, then we have our main event. SmackDown with the main event for once. That is true. I didn't notice that. Um, elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Daniel Bryant, the current champion. And uh, Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryant start this one out. Interesting that the champion started, huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, who was the next one? Oh, Kofi, right? Yep. Kofi, yep. And then our first elimination happens uh, when there's four men in. So AJ comes out after Kofi. And we're, we're, we're getting some brawls. Uh... Struggling to remember any of the highlights of this match. Uh, Jeff Hardy. So it was it was Samoa Joe and Daniel Bryan, then Kofi, then AJ. AJ eliminates Samoa Joe. Yep. And then you get Jeff Hardy. Uh, he does. We have your classic. Samo, your our your Samoa. No, I'm sorry. Swanton bomb. Excuse me. <laughs> your Swanton bomb off the uh, pod, of course. This one was different though. They had uh, who who took it? Dana Bryan or AJ? Uh AJ, I think. AJ, AJ. Yeah, they he had him on like the top turnbuckle laid across, and then did a, like a swanton that just like hit him with his shoulders and rolled off. It was really weird. Oh yeah, that that was that was probably one of the high points for sure. Yeah, I would have just taken an old school one though. Just, you know, guy on the mat, you off the pod. 
Like, I know it's been done a lot, but I, I, that would have been cool. Like, so old school Swanton. Because when will the Swanton stop? Yep, they still haven't stopped. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, Jeff get, Jeff Hardy gets eliminated by Daniel Bryan with a running knee. Yep, right after that Swanton. Uh, Wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. And then the next elimination is AJ. I believe he did hit the top rope for like a springboard forearm probably and Randy Orton catches him RKO yep um the next elimination is uh Randy Orton yeah Randy Orton Kofi uh, reverses the RKO attempt into a trouble in paradise and eliminates Randy Orton uh Kofi at one point in this match uh, had a, uh, he was climbing up on the cage. Him and Brian were climbing up on the cage. And he just trust falled everyone. Oh, yeah, that one movie always does? Yeah, where he just falls back like Gumpy. <laughs> yeah, I like that move a lot, actually. It was badass. Uh, uh, he was the star of this match, obviously. Like, the crowd got super behind him after he eliminated Orton. I mean, they're behind the ball match because of his uh, thing on SmackDown last week. Yeah, but you're right, yeah. So, at this point, it's Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. The crowd's, like, going nuts. He he hit a... There was a couple of near falls. He hit one of those SOSs for a near fall, I remember. But, man, it was a good match once he got down to the two of them, too. You know. Yeah, it was a really good match. I think Daniel had the lapel lock on Kofi, but then Kofi got to the ropes. So lots of drama like that. And uh, Daniel Bryan eventually wins uh, via the running knee. So Daniel Bryan retains, which is what we all predicted. Um, yes, sir. Did, did Wolf predict that too? Oh, yeah. So Wolf did a clean sweep on the main card? On the main card, yeah. Hell yeah. He did go risky with the pre-show. Oh yeah, he he picked his off. Went with the uh, upset on the Cruiserweight title. None of us watched the pre-show, but uh, Wolf's one slippy. Um, So yeah, that's uh, that's your elimination chamber. Yeah, good job, Wolf. Yeah, Wolf predicted this thing uh, perfectly. My, oh, yeah. what, what's your takeaway from the chamber? I wasn't huge on it. No, neither was I. I was surprised at how disappointed I was. Like it was okay, but I don't know. Like the the women's tag team one really wasn't that great. Uh, I didn't want to see Sasha and Bailey win. Uh, the the SmackDown tag team title match was pretty good yeah uh but then like like you said the ic title was rushed obviously riot got squashed for the, uh the charlotte becky ronda story and then corbin and Strowman. who really cares if like uh lashley and mcintyre and corbin are doing their same fucking shit yeah like that that's I'm sorry, I'm down with stables, but that's a real boring stable. Yeah. Real boring. Not a lot of personality going on there. No. 
You get them, if you get all three of them in the room, they kind of just stare at each other. Yeah, especially Lashley. Yeah, dude. He has like no personality. No, he, he can't be charismatic and raise his voice, but that's about it. Yeah, and Corbin or uh, McIntyre just does the classic bad bad boy. He's just a meat stick. Yeah, he's just a meat stick. Um, With a funny Scottish accent. So what do you give this pay-per-view out of five stars? What's what's a five star? Like, I'm not used to rating pay-per-views. Like, for its... Ah, fuck it. Either way, two stars. Yeah. Yep. I'd say you're right. Even one and a half would might be okay. (laughs) Seriously. I feel like Kinks, Kofi Kingston was probably the best part of this thing. Yeah, definitely. I think that's who won the pay-per-view. Kofi, then Becky. Yeah, yeah, that part was... That part was good. It had a couple okay parts, but yeah, overall, I wasn't a huge fan. No. Um, but then we get into a little Monday Night Raw... Uh, What's your? What do you want to talk about from Raw? What do, what do you got from Raw? Uh, Triple H uh, is pumped for the season. By the way, we had a lot of points at the pay-per-view. A lot of sign points. Oh, yeah. Update us on the sign points from pay-per-view. I'm going to update you because we had four sign points at WrestleMania. I mean, not WrestleMania, at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Three of these side points were, were by the fucking wild card Charlotte, who came out and cut a promo before the match, and she had them in like a minute. But they're all separate side points, so I'm gonna count them all separately. She had three, and then who had one more? Oh, Ronda. Charlotte's been firing them off. Oh yeah, Charlotte had Charlotte took a commanding lead in the side points. Yeah, she, she she has uh, seven total sign points. This is before Raw and SmackDown, or on Raw and SmackDown, Raw we only have one sign point. It's by the game at the top <laughs> of the show, and that that's your week in sign points. Uh, You're at a total of eighteen sign points. Wait, Ronda didn't have a sign point on Raw. Not to my knowledge. Did you see one? She remember when she was about to put Ruby Riot in the uh, in the uh, arm bar, but she got a little overzealous and pointed out the sign real quick, and then the other ladies ripped her out. Like the rest Hold of the, like the rest of the riot, like she was about to put um, Ruby Riot in an arm bar, and then she pointed to the sign real quick, and as she pointed. The rest of the riot squad reached in the ring and pulled out Ruby to save her. Are you sure she's pointing at the sign or was she pointing at the riot squad? I thought she pointed out the sign. Oh, I'll, I'll review it. <laughs> this, this one will have to go up for review. Yep, official review. Because I missed that. I, I thought I remember that part, but I, I thought she was just doing a general uh, wave at the riot squad. If I remember correctly, but yeah. Anyway, eighteen total sign points, maybe nineteen. If if Ronda's was a sign point. Um. So yeah, Triple H just started us off. 
He's just on a roll telling us that uh, he's bringing some NXT guys over for Raw. Uh, he was he was just Mr. Cool Guy. Yeah, he was jazzed up for WrestleMania season. Yeah. And Triple H is definitely Cool Guy Triple H this season for some reason, which is odd. Yeah, he even said uh, Becky Lynch's invasion was pretty damn cool. Yeah. He thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I got it, man. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also announced Corbin and Braun in a tables match. Then that was your first match of the night. Yeah, basically a rematch of last night because, I mean, this is no DQ with implication of tables, so. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Paul Heyman's uh, video packages of Brock Lesnar? That's, that's pretty tantalizing, man. They, they tried to get all crafty with some production. Yeah. There's a lot of farming going on. Yeah, there was a lot of farming. Yeah. He was farming really, and amateur wrestling. Yeah, he's really making him out to be quite the tough guy. I noticed they, they couldn't show any UFC footage, though. They didn't? No. They I should. mean, they talked about They touched on his UFC shit, and like... Like, they, they couldn't show probably any pay-per-view footage. But they, they didn't a, show them in-ring or anything. They might have showed a weigh-in way or anything, something like that. Did they have pictures? Huh? Weren't there pictures of him, like, wearing the UFC gloves and stuff? Oh, yeah, but, like, they don't show they don't show them, like, in a pay-per-view setting because UFC's sticklers. Yeah. I saw, like, pictures with the UFC logo, though, and stuff, so they must be working together in some way. Interesting. I don't know. But yeah, the, the, the video package was hilarious. Yeah, just to put... Or, what Brock had to do with his hands just to put food on the table. <laughs> um... This was when, so after this, Finn comes out for his title speech that they give. You know, when you win a title, you got to make an in-ring promo. Yeah. Uh, so this is when I first learned that this crowd was going to be absolutely terrible. <laughs> because the crowd just does not respond to Finn Balor at all. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Leo Rush interrupts this, right? And Lashley attacks Finn Balor from behind. Yep. Um, then Ricochet joins the fray and then yep. we, we had Bailey a acquired uh, Ricochet. Yeah. And then we had a tag team match that was sanctioned. Yeah. They got the uh, thumbs up from triple H. Uh, Finn Ricochet versus Leo and Lashley. Uh, I thought Later. this, right? Yeah. Um, I thought this was a pretty good match. Ricochet was seemed like he was like really overdoing it. What do you mean, with the jumps? Yeah, like, I felt like he just was crazy. Maybe he was, like, nervous. or Like, not nervous, but, like, super jacked, you know? Because, uh... I, but he was just going ham. Well, he was doing the hot tag. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons. But, I mean, he'll go on those sprees, man. He's, he's a fucking crazy-ass cruiserweight. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I, I enjoyed... I enjoy, like, all the talent that came up from NXT, I'm a fan of, so. 
Yeah, I like Ricochet's debut. I thought he did. He did a six thirty splash. Yep. Yeah, I like the six thirty man. That's pretty badass. It's insane. Yeah, it looks. Roll the swanton stop. There's two of them. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, he does one on SmackDown too. So are these? What do you think about like? Are these guys just? They're just coming for a couple of shows, right? Then going back to NXT. Until they, like, officially come up? Or what is this? I think they're officially coming up. Like, right? Like, they're already on main TV? Yeah. How are they, they just gonna... don't have a show declared. How are they going to do that with the titles? Uh, well, they mentioned on SmackDown that uh, Gargano had a title match uh, the next night on NXT with Velveteen Dream. So I'm, I'm assuming just Drop they're going to take the titles off them. Yeah. Yeah. Because on both shows, they're uh, booking these guys, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. For those of you who don't know, they apparently used to be in a tag team called uh, Hashtag DIY. <laughs> yep, DIY. Um, and I remember these days, like, I, I don't watch NXT, but I watch those pay-per-views, as you do sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, like, they, they, put, they put on great matches, but then they had, like, a... Uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, uh, split up. Like, is is real fucking ugly. Okay. And now, all of a sudden, that they're on the main card, they're just... That, that feud's done, I guess. You I, know, they're buddies yeah. again. Yeah, I was confused the whole time. Like, I didn't know if they were main card, because they, whenever they come out, they still have the NXT logo, like, on their screen graphic. So I was like, oh, maybe they're just, like, showcasing these guys. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't talk to Vince or anything. But... Okay. I didn't want to bug him. No. Uh, no, not with such minor detail. No, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that'll play out. Uh, either way, is cool. Like, Raw is just hurting right now, so it would make sense to bring people up. Definitely. Plus, like you talked about. So let's talk about the uh, tag team match. Uh, the... Uh... Champa and Gargano take out the revival. Yeah. This is a damn good match. Oh, yeah. The crowd, like I said, really blows here. Where are we at? Tallahassee? Cajun Dome. Where where is it? Lafayette? Yeah. Is that in Indiana? No, Louisiana. It's a Cajun Dome, Eric. Oh, you said the Cajun Dome? Yeah, Discidio Dome. What a weird... Why, why? I don't know, man. The crowd was bogus that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they didn't pop for much. But um, They popped for Ricochet. And they yeah. popped during this match, but that's about it. Yeah, they did. But yeah, this was a really good match. Uh, there was a... Uh, Gargano was doing like his slingshot DDT that I've noticed he's using a lot. Um, or probably has been, but I really like that move a lot. Uh um, but he did this this uh, slingshot DDT, and there was a boom DDT on uh, Raw. It was a split too. Corey was like boom, and then uh, Cole was like DDT. <laughs> nice. Uh, but that two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. 
and the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian Bacon and Chipotle Seasoned Bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95. There was that. There was a really stiff right hand from Dawson to uh, Johnny Gargano. That was sick. It looked like, like, it's one of those punches that you rarely see, like, it was no nonsense. It was just a fist to the face, and it made the clap and everything like like what they do with the super kicks. Yeah, but a fist, so that was pretty cool. Um, oh yeah. But the ending of the, do you have anything else from this one? I like the ending. Yeah. So the ending, uh, Champa and Gargano win via like a super kick and running knee combo. Yeah, uh, the uh, victim. I can't remember if it's uh, Dawson or. I think it's not Dawson. Uh, Wilder. Wilder, okay. I think right, Zach Wilder. <laughs> yeah, the victim's on his knees, so it makes this combo possible. Because you'd think, how the fuck do you get a super kick and a D at the same level? Oh, He's yeah. just lower the person. Yeah. And they do it at the same time. It's just a, it's a clap. It's great. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. Uh, I was pretty. I didn't like how they beat the revival. Like the revival just got the titles, and uh, you know, like I'm like super hyped. Like, oh, they're gonna have them for a long time. Like this is gonna be a strong team, and then they just lose immediately. I mean, it's a non-title match for sure, but still, I didn't like it. And I I know what you said about how um, that this was a tag team and these people had like rivalries so that makes sense oh yeah it's a big ass rivalry <laughs> but i still would have just liked to have like revival give them a really good rub you know like it's a tough ass match but in the end revival pins them you know what i mean Cause i think it, the best thing that the best outcome that would have pleased everyone is if uh rude and gable just came in and fucking busted shit up yeah a schmoz yeah a schmoz because like I said, uh, you didn't see this in the Hulu Cup, but they, they had a little backstage interaction with all three of those tag teams, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't see that. It was, it was before this, but, uh, you know, like, uh, Gargano and Champer are just chilling in the back, patting their titles, like wrestlers love to do. <laughs> they do. And then, uh... All of a sudden, the camera pans out, and you see Rude and Gable, and they're just, well, 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 blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then the revival pop in, and everyone has their words, and they move about their day. Okay. Not, not, not No huge heat, just some yeah. fast chat, you know? So that's why, because, yeah, on the Hulu cut, they, they showed uh, Rude and Gable, like, watching in the back. Yeah, that's why. Gotcha. And Eric, you probably also missed this, but uh, Kurt Hawkins, even with the help of uh, former friend Zack Ryder and a tag team, is still going strong on his losing streak. Oh, so they're still doing that tag team? Yeah. Also, I figured they were, but yeah, we're get, we're totally we totally lost that on the Hulu cut. Oh, they're not still doing it. They brought it back. 
Right, I don't know what the hell Ryder's been up to, but like they brought they brought this back a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm totally. That one's been totally erased from the Hulu cut. Yeah. Understandably, you're not missing anything exciting. Yeah, but I like those guys. Um. Let's see. What else from Raw here? Did you get to see the Sasha Bailey promo? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about that? Um. There wasn't really much that happened that I remember. It was pretty typical. I remember the crowd was weird again. Still not into it. Uh, and it then, was a Cajun Dome, though. That <laughs> uh, had to me to come out, right? Yeah. And the one point I want to make from this is <laughs> they're, they're, they're coming in to attack. And you, if, if you have to go back and watch this, you might have to because it is literally the worst attempt at a run-in attack I've ever seen. They try and come in, and Sasha and Bailey just like kicking the ropes. They back off. Nia rolls halfway under the rope and gets kicked back. It's a, it's a disaster. Like there's absolutely no attack whatsoever. Oh yeah, she rolled in and immediately got put into the bank statement, right? Yeah, she wasn't fully in the ring though. No, she was barely halfway. Like her feet were on the ground. It looked like. Yeah, it looked like a baby was trying to attack Sasha and Bailey. Like, you're gonna make them look that weak? Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I remember this too, and I remember thinking like, that was terrible, and it makes it even worse that the crowd is not into this at all. No, not Cause, at all. Because now that we're dead silent, like if they would have been hype about it, then it would have been fine. No, there wasn't a single cheer when Night and Tamina were rushing that ring at a slow pace. Nope. Um. So yeah, basically Sasha and Bailey stand strong and Nia and Tamina retreat. So this looks to be like our first uh, tag team titles match or something. You know what I mean? This is going to be our first rivalry. Yeah, I'd assume so. Uh, D-Generation X announced to the Hall of Fame. Oh uh, yeah. So you got that? All, all, all members too. No, no fuckery. I was worried when they announced that it was just going to be like Triple H and Shawn. Yeah, yeah, Triple H, HPK, uh, Xbox, uh, China. Triple H Outlaws, Badass Billy Gunn, and the Road Dog, Road Dog Jesse James. And then China. Yep, can't, can't forget China. So yeah, that's, that was pretty cool. Is that the, That's the only one we got so far, right? Yeah, that was the first that's weird. announcement. Apparently ESPN was the one that revealed that. That's weird. They used to put them out a lot by now. Like, we'd have three or four entries by now. Oh, we still have time. Yeah. True that. Uh, Dean Ambrose. Did you catch any Dean Ambrose on the Hulu cut? Yeah, we got Dean Ambrose. He's... Uh, not a heel anymore? What the hell's going on with him? I don't know, man. Something is definitely a f- there's. It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, Triple H was talking to to Drew, and uh, Drew's talking about how he wants a match with Seth so he could prove like he's a main event guy, you know. Uh, and then Dean comes in and just says like, "What about me? I'm not doing anything." And slaps McIntyre in the face. So McIntyre, of course, wants to fight Dean now. So we get Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre. 
and it's super short. Uh, Drew just destroys him. A couple Claymore kicks. Um, so yeah, that's what's. I mean, that alone is weird. Like, why is like Dean just totally got squashed? Totally. Uh, he's he's stuck in this purgatory. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but we are saying that this is a work. Yeah, we're sticking with it, man. This is a work. He's staying in WWE. Yeah, just getting the marks worried. Uh, he he kind of like later, Seth Rollins is backstage with Charlie talking Lesnar, and uh, Dean comes up after the match and is like, "Where the hell were you?" Like uh, to to Seth, like inferring that he should have came and had his back, you know? Yeah. And uh, Seth's just like, "Have you lost your mind?" And Dean's like, "Eh." So like that's yeah, they're going for the comedy, but I thought the dismount was terrible. Like he, he got to cut it or have some something else besides that. Eh. Yeah, it was weird, but yeah, like I know what you mean. Like they're going for a different angle here. This is not the Dean of a month ago. No, this is not germaphobe Dean. I think Mike grows hair back out. You never know. Yeah, I think it's I think it started with the Creed joke. Yeah, seriously. Like when he was talking to EC3 on A Moment of Bliss. Yeah. That's he when said, the, you look like you like Creed. Yeah, that's when the character changed, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that was the pivot point. Um. Uh, one more thing, because the main event's terrible. Yeah. But one more thing, um, Alistair Black. Yep. The last of the NXT talent to come up. Yep. And same thing, they kind of, uh, poop, the crowd poo-pooed him. Oh, man, compared to the NXT crowd, dude, it was a polar opposite for him, and, he, like, he, he was actually nervous, I could tell. Like, he's normally a lot smoother than that. He wasn't used to working with Elias, he was getting no love from the fans. Yeah, they poo-pooed him, for sure. They, they just, completely silent. It, but in his debut, I, I've, I've become a, a Black fan. I like Alistair. Yeah? I, th- I think he has one of the better uh, wrestling entrances in the business. Yeah, the music's not bad. Oh, it's, 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 it's fucking wrestling metal, man. It's wrestling metal, but it's like... Have you been listening? Like, have you paid attention? Like, Johnny Gorgano's music? Oh, yeah, it's terrible, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, this this is actually made by someone independent of wrestling. You can tell, like this is an actual metal band that he he's friends with or some shit that let him use this. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Cause it fucking rocks. You don't think it's uh, the CFOs on the track? No. Okay. Hell no. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he won actually. Yeah. Alistair wins uh, via his his finisher, which is I can't think of it. Something kick. It's uh, called a black mass. It's a roundhouse kick. Black mass or mass? Yeah, I I couldn't tell. I would say mass. Like M A S S. Yeah, like a, a church. Oh, okay. Some badass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like his style. It's it's over the top corny metal and but he's like a tattoo guy but he's he's crazy agile 
Yeah. No, he's, he's fun to watch for sure. I like his SmackDown match better. Yeah, definitely. That, that's what I got from Raw because uh, main events, uh, Ronda traditional title defense after a pay-per-view because she's that cool and she defends against Ruby Riot. Right gets a little further, but it's the same fucking outcome. That's all. Yep, Ronda wins via armbar. And I, I put in my notes that she pointed, so let's double check on that. So you have her with two points? No, 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 that's that's where I oh, had her point. Oh, that, that is the point? Okay. And I did not see the Triple H point. Oh, yeah, it's at the top of the show. No, I believe you. I'm, I'm not good at counting these points at all. But I, I swear she... It's right where she's about to put the arm bar on on Ruby, and uh, she goes for a point, and in that split second, the other two girls pull Ruby out of the ring, and she escapes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll take a look. See, huh? Take take a look. We're, this one's under official review. Uh, Overall, with Raw, what do you say, huh? I'd say. Uh, I'd say I give it a 3.5. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think three point, I don't think you'd be crazy to go four either. I mean, it's pretty good. No, no, four requires a good main event. That's true. We had a lot of substance, but no icing on that cake. Yeah. Yeah, or a lot of icing, no cake. Yeah, either way you want to look at it. Was it was a lot of frills, but it was missing the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think 3.5 is a good rating. Um, SmackDown was funny because it started with Shane doing like the same exact thing that Triple H did. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he just kind of cool guided and uh, told us about the NXT guys were back. And... Uh, Announced the main event, I think, right? Uh, no, the main event announced itself at the top of the show. Oh, with the the, yeah, with like a graphic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he just said, I liked the talent so much last night on Raw that I decided to have him also. Shut the fuck up, Shane. Yeah. No daddy's running this. <laughs> What's up, New Orleans? Yeah, it was it was just like when Daniel Bryan was fucking under his regime, man. I felt like I was back in the time machine. Yeah. So that's how every SmackDown started. And, of course, Corey or someone's like, what better way to start the show? I'm like, I can think of a million better ways to start the show than Shane O'Mac. Yeah. He was looking different today on this uh, SmackDown, too. How so? I don't know. He looked weird, man. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. He was like a little bit, a little bit more squirrely in the cheeks. Uh, the cheeks extra were still, like, yeah, they were extra squirrely. He just looks older. I don't know. The shape of his face always changes. Yeah, I mean, I, I swear it, it changes from day to day. So I don't know what's going on with that. There might be Play some. Openings. Yeah, there might be needles involved. Uh, we don't know. Um, but yeah, he basically does the Triple H. And then the whole point of this one is The Miz comes out and apologizes. Uh, he's upset that they he, they feels like he lost the title. And um, Miz says he wants a rematch. And Shane can do it because he's the boss. Is he? 
That's what that's what uh, Miz was acting like. Yeah, because um, Shane came out and was playing the role of the boss, but I thought he's a tag he's not, team. He's not in charge anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's part of the McMahon regime, so he kind of is in charge, but he was also an athlete. He was also a tag team champion. So yeah, it is. So yeah, how? <laughs> so he could just put himself in tag team championship matches. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Which is yeah, because he Miz convinced uh, Shay to uh, invoke the non-existent rematch clause. Yep. So the Usos music hits, which is great music, right? You don't like it? I mean, comparatively, I do, but oh, I, really... I, would, I would play it in the car. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going that far. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I think as far as wrestling jams, I like the Usos music. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I'm sorry. No, yeah. No, I just... I've just always been digging the Usos. It's funny how it's actually them, too. I love when they do that, like when Shawn Michaels did his. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Shane, of course, puts himself in another title match versus the Usos at Fastlane. Yep. So and, and, uh, in business hometown of Sin City. Cincinnati? Yep. Nice. What else did you like from this uh, SmackDown? What I didn't like is uh, I was watching this on the on demand, not on Hulu, like how I watch Raw. You know? Uh, yeah. And uh, they fucked up, so I saw Aleister Black and Cian Almas start their match twice. And I got to hear how Shane uh, liked the talent of NXT so much that he invited them to come to SmackDown. Uh, relayed to me by Tom Phillips about five times. Oh, great. And I didn't see probably the best meet of, probably the best match on SmackDown, in my opinion. Oh, you, you didn't see a lot of it? No, I just saw it in the first commercial break, which was when uh, Black got in his uh, crisscross applesauce position. Ah, classic. The mind games. Yeah, the mind games. Okay. But yeah, how was that match? It was good. Uh, Alistair went over with the, uh, that same, the Black Mass kick. Or is, yeah. it, is it just called Black Mass? I don't I have no idea. I just pulled an old man, the Black Mass kick. For <laughs> <laughs> real. The rock bottom slam. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was a really good match. Uh, Champ and Gorgano were backstage watching. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it kind of segued to the bar, meets up with them, and the bar tells them just to go to stay off SmackDown, go to Raw, go to NXT, and that sets up the uh, the next match on SmackDown, which was uh, Ciampa and Gorgano versus the Bar. Uh, Johnny Gorgano's music was terrible. That's when I noticed that. Ah. And Ciampa looks like a train conductor. Does uh, Gargano's music sound Japanese? <laughs> I don't know. It's really poppy. Like with a high-pitched voice like they use in... Uh, not Japan, but I guess it's probably K-pop. I don't know. Is it K-poppy? 
I don't know. I'm sure you'll think yeah, take take a listen. You'll hear it. But yeah, uh, I like this match. Champa almost fucked his career up. Yeah, good God, that looked terrible. Oh, about pulled a Seth Rollins there. Yeah, it was the exact same thing. So, uh, Champa goes for a sunset flip off the top rope, and just the knee collapses, and Sheamus just falls on his knee. He looked terrible. Yep. And like. WWE milked it, so I didn't know if I was getting worked at first, but I'm like, no fucking way they would fucking work something like that. No, the ref got down immediately to check with him, and then they kind of changed camera angles, so he didn't see what was going on there. Uh, and he immediately got a tag, too, hot tag. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, that was that was crazy. There was another slingshot DDT by uh, Johnny. Nice. Johnny wrestling. Yeah. So, these guys end up getting a win over the bar as well, via roll-up. So, they're starting out hot in the tag division. Showcase the NXT talent, man. Yeah, and like you said, like they, these guys should go to Raw and do business with the Revival. Oh, for sure. That'd be, that'd be prime. Uh, <laughs> so, then up next is uh, my... Uh, Ass scratcher of the week. <laughs> you talking about Asuka? I'm talking about Asuka. Yep. She finally gets an appearance. Yep, she's back. Welcome back to wrestling. Women's champion. She has an in-ring interview with, uh, what's the gal's name? This one was Kayla Braxton. Okay. Um, and Kayla asked, like, Basically what the Marks are asking. And that's, uh, you know, you feel left out here. Because, you know, basically with these no rules, like, I swear to God, the damn corporation, I'm tangenting immediately. The corporation took over as just a ploy for Charlotte and Becky to go to Raw, right? Oh, like, wait. Like, that's the only reason any of this takeover happened. So that uh, Becky and Becky and uh, Charlotte can go on whatever show they want, you mean? Yeah. And it yeah. just seems a little smoother. It's not an invasion. Like, Shane McMahon and Steph's not getting involved. Like, yeah. yeah it's he, not Survivor Series. Yeah, no, it's definitely... I get what you're saying, for sure. I think that's the only reason for this takeover. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Kayla is asking Asuka, do you feel left out because, like, Charlotte and Becky just... Scooped on over to Raw and everyone saw about them and Ronda. And Asuka was saying basically, uh, you know, I'm not worried about that shit. She's putting the blinders <laughs> and the earmuffs on. Yeah, put the blinders on, put your head down, earmuffs on. <laughs> she's doing that quarterback speak. And she's got it down pat. She has one question, who's ready for Asuka? Apparently, Mandy Rose is ready for Oscar. Yep. When I saw when I saw that, I was like, "No." Yeah, that was the worst person you could have picked. Yep. Two minutes into this match, Lacey Evans does the old walkout again. Son of a bitch. Yep. She did one during Raw too. I I, I forgot to mention that Heavy Machinery had an interview at the top of the ramp. 
and got interrupted by Lacey walking out. Okay, yeah, so that's three. She did it she did it all three nights. Son of a bitch. Um but yeah, this one not not much to say here. Mandy hit Asuka with like a a brutal knee shot that looked like she fucked it up. Mandy can't wrestle. Yeah. Her hair fell out of the elimination chamber. We forgot to mention that. It was hilarious. Her hair fell out two minutes into the chamber match. Yeah, so she was like, it was just hanging there, and then they finally decided they got to do something about it. So her and the Sonya are just like over in the corner, like trying to get this hair piece out for like five, probably three minutes. Oh, yeah. And then uh, they got it out, apparently. <laughs> like the camera would just show it every now and again, them messing with her hair. And then I guess they got it out, and I just, and then it was just disappeared. Yep. So I, yeah, I gotta imagine that she just took it out and just like snuck it through one of the holes in the elimination chamber, and a little squirrel hand just popped up and <laughs> grabbed it, and then all is good. So like you said, she got a haircut mid match. Yeah, now her hair is like literally twelve inch, twelve inches shorter than when it started. Yep. So that was... Go back and check check Elimination Chamber if you didn't see it, man. Her hair falls out almost immediately. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. Uh, so yeah, it was... So back to this match, Mandy fakes an eye injury, creates a diversion, and then beats Asuka via roll-up. It was sickening. Like, it's one thing to, like, ignore the fact that Asuka's the women's champion and beats the hottest thing in wrestling. It's another to fucking put her over on Mandy. I don't care. Like, that wasn't even dirty. No. Like, the distraction's not dirty. Yeah, it's it's it was terrible. It was a clean win. I am furious. Yeah. I wrote down <laughs> in my notes, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, how could you disrespect Oscar like that? And the... And these goddamn New Orleans folk were fucking wetting her during her fucking promo, too. Oh, God. I didn't even see that. It was was only a couple of them, but they were still doing it. That's the worst right there. Yep. So Asuka's just getting it from all angles right now. Hashtag free Asuka. Yep. Um, Miz announces backstage that Mr. Miz will be front row. Is gonna be front row at Fastlane. So I made, I made sure to make a mental note of that. <laughs> the asshole dad that looks like nicer than Santa Claus is yeah. gonna be in yeah. the front row at Fastlane. Yeah, I really hope they use him. Like I hope Shane and uh, and uh, the Miz lose again, and the guy's just pissed. Yeah, you know what I mean. He just throws his hat down and just wa- and just saunters off. Yeah, just shakes his head, and leaves. And yeah, just cuff. just a disgusting shake of the head and just saunters off. And I'm done with you, Miz. Yeah, <laughs> not even the tag team champion, idiot. We had uh, Eric Young versus Ricochet. This is a good match. I haven't seen Eric Young in a long ass time. Where you been? I don't know, but I like him. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, they haven't shown. Yeah, he's he needed to see some, get some love too, so that was good. Uh, yeah, him versus Ricochet once again. Ricochet wins with a six thirty splash. 
Um, There's another cool movie did where he did um, not a suicide dive, but an over-the-top rope dive, and it was a turning moonsault, wasn't it? Like a corkscrew moonsault. Oh, yeah. Or like, a, or like a corkscrew senton or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess... It wasn't I, quite hardy amount of corkscrew, but there's a corkscrew in there. Yeah, it was cool. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, that was badass. I like when Eric Young, like, had him up... Like, Eric Young was on... Like, sitting on the top of the ropes, but, like, with his feet on the second ropes, you know? Yeah. And he's like, just lifts him up by the neck, like he was choking him out, and just holds him up there. Oh, yeah. No, that was, that was, that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it looked, it looked gnarly. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that was a good match. Uh, same, yeah, like you said, same thing. Six thirty to victory. Yes, sir. So good job for Ricochet. I like him. He's coming out the gate hot. Yep. Uh, rest of this was well. We did side note before we get to the main event action. Kevin Owens sends us another videotape. This time he's at a movie theater. Oh yeah, this is a re- they repeated this on Raw and SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown showed it, or Raw showed it too? Yeah, but apparently it didn't make the Hulu cut, so it's good that you got to see it. Yeah, that's for, that's the first time I saw it. Yeah, he's just that, what, does he complain to his kid because his kid stole his money? Stole the change? Yeah, or, or either that or the popcorn and soda was so expensive it cost $20. Yeah, $20, exactly. Which isn't isn't that far off, honestly. No. No, probably got like five dollars to change. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's all except our uh, main event. Yep. And this main event is a go home show main event more than a fucking post show main event. It's a six man tag featuring all the contestants from the uh, elimination chamber match. It's faces versus heels, so it's Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and. The man of the week, Kofi Kingston versus uh, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, and Samoa Joe. Yep. Uh, this was they started out with a gorilla interview with Kayla in the New Day, and that was awesome, by the way. Oh yeah, the New Day Kofi interview. Yeah, Xavier Woods was like, first of all, you got a little too much dip on your chip. Well. <laughs> I didn't understand that. I, am I too white for I that? Think, I don't know. I think you just meant you got a little too much sass. You know what I mean? Like that, That's why I thought. I wasn't <laughs> sure because he wasn't really sassy. No, I think he just wanted to say that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is totally fine with me because that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Kofi just talked about the Elimination Chamber and then, and then you get to see Big E do his, his intro, like his part of their intro. But we get to see him do it and that was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get to see him in, in the gorilla uh, on the mic. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of this six-man tag? Nothing special. It really wasn't. Uh, I noticed that um, Tom Phillips called the announce table a desk. <laughs> which seemed so weird. I don't think I've ever heard it being called a desk. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I have either. That's hilarious. I don't, I don't even remember. Or I think Randy Orton slammed like Kofi Kingston onto the announce table at one point, right? 
I think he threw him over the top ropes and onto the like he hit his head on the desk. Someone hit their head on the desk. Yeah, and that's what he said. He's like, "Oh, he smashed his head right onto the desk." <laughs> um. So we got the teaser at the top of the show that apparently uh, Shane was going to announce the winner, the uh, opponent for Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Yeah. Do Do we know like what he was basing this off of, or who gave him the authority, or anything like that? Because it uh, looks like he just came out after the uh, you know. Your boys won. Kofi pinned Daniel Bryan for this win. Yep. And he just came out and it basically closed his eyes and fucking threw a dart. Yeah, it was weird. Like the whole time they were mentioning it during the show, I didn't understand how that we how we were determining this. And they yeah. they kept mentioning it before the six man tag, and I was like, for a split second, I'm like, oh, is this the match to determine? And they're like, what? That's it's a tag match. Like, yeah. What do you do? I'm like, what are you talking about? How are we determining this? And then, yeah, he just came out. He looked around. Kofi just won the match. Kofi's on a hot streak. He just says, "You, it's you." It's so, Kofi. It's Kofi. So we get Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. Yep. So that'll be a good match. I mean, they couldn't go to AJ. Hardy no. probably won't be a realistic contender. Unless they push Hardy like they used to. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I. I think it's good. I just don't know where do we go for Daniel Bryan for uh, WrestleMania though. Beats the hell out of me, man. Yeah, that's the one I'm most confused about. He's on a fucking island. Yeah, because you feel like this this Kofi thing, like it's just a holdover. Oh, for sure, dude. Which sucks. I wish it wasn't, but I've I've been watching wrestling long enough to know what this is. Yeah, the road to WrestleMania very rarely has a title change. It's, I mean, it's just not going to happen. Unless it's a necessary title change. Like yeah. Finn Balor from Lashley. Yeah. Maybe not so necessary, but kind of. Yeah. Yep, it sucks, but Kofi Kingston's not getting that title. I wish he would, but he's not. Uh, unless they stretch, unless they do have a WrestleMania match, that seems kind of weird, but I don't know. Hey, who knows? Uh, so what do you like, what did you give this SmackDown? SmackDown? SmackDown. I thought it was a watered-down version of Raw. Yeah. I mean, Strange is like, hey, I'll basically copy that and use all the NXT talent. Yeah. And then I'll also fucking job Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets a big deduction for that. Yeah, one, one and a half stars. Yep, I we we probably would have gone too if you wouldn't have jobbed out Oscar. Idiot. Oscar's at least a star off. Yeah. I might go down to one, but I mean, there's there's a good match. Even though I didn't get to see most of the black match, the other matches were good. Yeah. Um, I one agree. and a half. I agree. Uh, so I think that about does it for us, Jeff. But before we get out of here, we're gonna need that thirty-second Bulls update. Cool, dude. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. Thirty-second Bulls update. 
Giants. The Bulls are still on an all-star break. So, I'm going to use this time to update you. The Bulls are sitting at 14 and 44, Bulls fans. That's fourth worst in the NBA. Ooh. <laughs> this means that if the lottery were to happen today, the top three teams would have a 14% chance at getting the number one pick. The Bulls would have a 12.5% chance. They lessen these they lessen these chances to eliminate tanking. So why am I getting so many goddamn people saying that the Bulls need to fucking tank? They, they think they got to tank for Zion. And that's another thing. How does Zion fit into this Bulls team? We have a small forward, we have a power forward, we have a center. He's a fat-ass small forward or a slow-ass, small-ass power forward. Yeah. I mean, who knows what he's going to be like at all. I mean, I haven't watched enough of him, but all I see is dunks. Me and Landmark have a hot take that he's going to bust. Well, like, all I, all I literally see is dunks. I've never watched their games, so I can't really, I shouldn't really, like, I, I don't know. But literally all they show me is dunks. I'm like, oh, so he can dunk? That's cool. He has to be able to do more than that. Seriously. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you're a small, you're a small forward. You're not going to be dunking that much in the NBA. Yeah. Anyways. You're going to be sitting on the wing and possibly doing a Doug McDermott and fucking running all over creation. Yeah. Or not Doug McDermott, Kyle Korver, excuse me. Yeah, are you going to be able to shoot? There's that. He's not great. I don't know. I've never like I've never seen him take a shot. <laughs> all, all they show me is the dunks. Anyway, no, I, I just wanted to vent during that Bulls update. Sorry, Bulls fans, but it's the All Star break. Yeah, continue. Bulls will play the Magic on Friday. Okay. We have twenty four games left, Bulls fans. So that's about it. That's it. Uh, I, I could go further on the Bulls, but that's about it. So, 14 and... 44. <laughs> okay. Triple H. All right. So, what was your uh, what was your original fit guess? 37 and 45. All Still right. possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> but not looking good, huh? Now, interestingly enough... Uh, the the Bulls beat writer Sam Smith. Are you familiar with this mustache man? Yeah. Uh, he said uh, recently that um, if it weren't for these injuries and coaching changes and shit, like the Bulls more realistically would be where the Orlando Magic is, which is at right now like 27 and 32. Right on pace for my record to be correct. Oh, yeah. So that's a son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Well, thank you, Jeff, uh, for that Bulls update. Hell yeah. We really appreciate it. The Hawks it. are getting closer on that uh, final playoff spot. Oh, there you go. Chicago Sports is looking up. Yeah. And the White Sox missed out on Manny Machado, but we don't need to get into that. No. Because nope. it's baseball, and we, uh, baseball kind of sucks. No hardball. No hardball, not yet. <laughs> not yet. 
Uh, so there you have it, Jeff. Um, if anybody's listening and wants to show their love, you can follow on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud or the Apple Podcast app. Subscribe, rate, review, all the stuff. Give the thumbs up and the clicks and all that. Hang on, I got an idea. Okay. We've been pandering to the same audience for a while. And I, I know some of y'all are giving love, some of y'all aren't. That's okay. Do me another favor. Go out and tell your buddy that watches wrestling to listen to Boom DDT. Yeah. That's a good... That's, that's a, called an old school recommendation. It's a, yeah, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Because, I mean, I'm not too lazy to do anything else. So... <laughs> word of mouth is what we're gonna do yeah um alright anything else from the week of wrestling that we missed Jeff um thought I had one more thing from Raw oh yeah where's Lars Sullivan oh remember we think he's gone oh that's right yeah he he had some some anxiety or some issues and was missing shows and then he just stopped hearing about him so, we I'm watched... just wondering because like they, they they debuted four people just like that today, this week, and yet Lars Sullivan was getting those packages. So I had forgotten about that. Yeah, they we watched so many packages for no reason, Jeff. Yeah, that'll happen. Wrestling. That's wrestling. <laughs> and on that, and on that note, Jeff, night night, night night. But now I don't it's understand. Start calling it. No, I don't. No, I don't Good. Huh? I see. Okay. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.